0: Welcome back to The Coach's Corner. I hope you all had a wonderful 4th of July holiday break and are ready to tackle the last half of 2021. Crazy to think. In this episode, we focus on mindset, specifically the concepts of a fixed versus growth mindset. Originally coined by Dr. Carol Dweck from Stanford University in her book, Mindset, fixed and growth mindsets help explain how in challenging situations, certain individuals relish the chance to grow and develop, while others avoid the challenge and fear of failure. We'll talk about the origins of the fixed and growth mindset and the definition of each one. Then we'll shift to how you can better demonstrate a growth versus fixed mindset at work, at home, at school, and in life. Let's dive in. Dr. Carol Dweck first discovered the concept of a fixed versus growth mindset by conducting an experiment. In this experiment, she placed puzzles in front of children that were just outside their comfort zone. She noticed an interesting phenomenon with the children. Some of them were excited to see the more challenging puzzles, with one even saying, I thought this would be informational, while others were less excited to see the challenging puzzles, with some of them even refusing to complete them. Why was it that some relished the challenge to complete these more difficult puzzles, and others didn't? It's because those that completed the more challenging puzzles saw it as an opportunity to grow and develop, while those that didn't complete them were afraid of being embarrassed or seen as a failure. Having a fixed or growth mindset helps explain how we approach certain things in our professional or personal life. Let's take a look at the fixed mindset first. If you're someone who has a fixed mindset, you believe that certain abilities, such as talent and intelligence, are fixed. In other words, we're born with a certain level of intelligence and natural talents that will reach in adulthood. You also avoid challenges in life, give up easier, and become intimidated or threatened by the success of other people. This can lead to a lot of negative thinking, especially when you can't complete the task. Those that adopt a fixed mindset to things are more likely to believe intelligence and talent are static, avoid challenges to avoid failure, ignore feedback from others, feel threatened by the success of others, hide flaws so as not to be judged by others, believing putting in effort is worthless, view feedback as personal criticism, or give up easily. Here's a simple example. Say you were traveling down the road late at night and you get a flat tire. You've never had to change a flat tire before, and all the local towing companies have shut down for the evening. If you were someone who had a fixed mindset towards this situation and didn't know how to change your spare tire, you may spend the night in your car or walk to the nearest hotel and wait until morning to get the tire fixed because it's something you've never had to do and don't want to fail at replacing this tire. On the other hand, if you're someone who has a growth mindset, You believe that intelligence and talents are qualities that can be developed over time. You recognize that setbacks in your life are a necessary part of the learning process. And it allows you to bounce back by increasing your effort towards that task, goal, etc. You also see failing as temporary and changeable, which is crucial for learning resilience, motivation, and performance. Those that adopt a growth mindset are more likely to embrace lifelong learning, believe intelligence can be improved, put in more effort to learn, believe effort leads to mastery, believe failures are just temporary setbacks, view feedback as a source of information, willingly embrace challenges, view other's success as a source of inspiration, and or view feedback as an opportunity to learn. In that same example of a flat tire with someone who has a growth mindset, You decide to do a quick internet search to find articles and videos that show you how to change the flat tire. After a few minutes, you find the necessary tools and supplies in your vehicle and begin changing the tire. After some time, you successfully get the flat tire off the vehicle and replace it with your spare tire and continue on your way. While it may have taken you a bit longer than, say, a mechanic, you recognize this as an opportunity to learn and are now more prepared for if and or when it happens again in the future. There are three key differences between the fixed and growth mindset, the first being effort. If you're someone who has a fixed mindset, you may recruit others to do the hardest part of the project while you complete the smallest. If you're someone who has a growth mindset, you realize that to achieve the best possible outcomes, you will have to put in a lot of effort. You realize that exertion is part of the process, And are willing to put in the work necessary to achieve the outcomes you want. The second key difference is how both mindsets approach challenges. A fixed mindset shies away from challenges, possibly to avoid failing or embarrassing themselves in front of their peers. A growth mindset finds challenges exciting and engaging, and they go into each challenge knowing they'll learn something valuable. The final difference is how they approach mistakes and feedback. Fixed-minded individuals hate making mistakes because they're embarrassing and seen as a reflection of their ability. They may even blame others to cover up their mistakes. On the other hand, growth-minded individuals see mistake as an opportunity to learn and are less likely to take feedback personally. Now that we know how the mindsets came to be and the difference between a fixed versus a growth mindset, let's spend some more time diving into how we can change that fixed mindset into a growth mindset. But let's clear up some misconceptions about growth mindsets before we go any further. In a Harvard Business Review article, Dr. Dweck addresses three misconceptions that people have around growth mindsets after reading her book and putting it into practice. The first being, I already have it, and I always will. In response, Dweck states that this is a false growth mindset, further elaborating that everyone is actually a mixture of fixed and growth mindsets. And that mixture continually evolves with experience. A quote-unquote pure growth mindset doesn't exist, which we have to acknowledge in order to attain the benefits we seek. The second misconception of a growth mindset is that it is simply about praising and rewarding effort. Dweck doesn't argue that praise is important, but stresses that too much praise creates a false sense of security and further entrenches people into a fixed mindset, making it difficult to grow. Dweck states that unproductive effort is never a good thing. It's critical to reward not just effort, but learning and progress, and to emphasize the processes that yield these things, such as seeking help from others, trying new strategies, and capitalizing on setbacks to move forward effectively. In all of our research, the outcome, the bottom line, follows from deeply engaging in these processes. The third misconception about a growth mindset is that if you simply espouse a growth mindset, good things will happen. Jouek pushes back and states that organizations and individuals that have a growth mindset are open to taking risks, knowing that some of them may not work out. Rather than chastising individuals for the failure, they reward employees for the important knowledge gained and the lessons learned. Juack closes her argument by saying, they, organizations, support collaboration across organizational boundaries, rather than competition among employees or units. They are committed to the growth of every member, not just in words but in deeds, such as broadly available development and advancement opportunities. They continually reinforce growth mindset values with concrete policies. So, you're probably wondering at this point how you can turn your fixed mindset into a growth mindset. Western Governors University outlines eight key steps to doing just that. First. You must listen to that mindset voice inside of you. When you're approaching your next challenging situation, listen to the inner dialogue that goes on in your head. What are you telling yourself about this challenge? Are you hesitant to do it because you're afraid of failing, being embarrassed? Recognizing this inner dialogue is the first step to creating real change. Second, you must recognize that you do have a choice. Once you listen to that inner dialogue, Recognize that you can let those thoughts drive you, or push them aside and move forward. Third, you must talk back with a growth mindset voice. Instead of listening to your fixed mindset, talk back to your inner dialogue with a new mindset. Say things like, I'm not sure I can do it, but it'd be worth it to try. Or, if I don't try at all, it's a failure. There's no dignity in that. This new voice will help you drown out the fixed-mindset voice that is crowding your thoughts and ambition. Fourth, you must practice. The truth is that you won't master this on your first try. It's going to take multiple attempts for you to feel comfortable listening and then confronting your inner dialogue before moving forward. So put yourself in challenging situations that require you to push back. Over time, your ability to counteract your inner dialogue will become stronger. Fifth, Find some outside help. Cultivating a growth mindset isn't something that can be done alone. You'll need outside help to offer encouragement and advice. Your colleagues and managers will support you when you face challenges to help you navigate them and keep positive talk coming your way. As you listen to others with a positive mindset about your situations, you'll start to say those things to yourself as well. Sixth, stop seeking the approval of others. While you need outside help, you also need to stop worrying about all the approval of everybody else. Comparing yourself to others, focusing on how you look to others, and hiding failures are all hindering you from developing a growth mindset and finding success. Keep focusing on yourself and how you can grow, and stop worrying if others are looking at your progress. Chances are, nobody is. Seventh, replace the word failing with learning. The more you practice confronting that inner fixed mindset, you'll recognize that failing is just a new way of learning and stop being so afraid of it. By embracing failure as an opportunity to continue learning and growing, you'll be on your way to understanding what a growth mindset is really all about. Eighth, and finally, take growth-minded action. You need to follow through on the actions your new mindset voice tells you to take. Sometimes, you may not succeed, but that's okay. As you practice talking to yourself with a growth mindset and follow through on the actions, you'll cultivate the mindset of growth that you desire over time. Thanks for stopping by the Coach's Corner and listening to this episode. If you'd like to learn more about the fixed versus growth mindset, I've included an extensive resource section in this episode's description if you're on your mobile device or as a separate document in the Coach's Corner folder on the National Drive if you're listening on your computer. See you next time.